You are now about to witness the strength of fantasy knowledge. Fantasy Sports Radio Network, you are now tuned in to the speeds and spitting statistician on Fantasy Freestyle. Up next on that cypher, the mic on the microphone, you know that I'm one of the best yet, Dane Martinez. You know what it is. It's your boy, Dane Martinez, a.k.a. Speeds, a.k.a. the Spittin' Statistician. And you're listening live to the Fantasy Freestyle here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Of course, big shout-out to all of our sports byline affiliates around the country and with the American Forces Radio Network around the world. Shout-out to the servicemen and women using Speeds, the Spittin' Statistician, and the Fantasy Freestyle to give them a little taste of home and helping them win their leagues and win that cash all hour long. If you want to get at me, you can in a number of ways. Holler at me at 844-843-6879. You could also get at me, follow me at Spittin' Speeds on Twitter. If you have any questions, we'll answer them during the show. You could also follow us at FNTSY Radio. That Twitter handle is good as gold. You could also chime in on a poll we got. You know, we've been talking about Matt Harvey. Over the last couple of days, there was that suspension, then why he got suspended. Well, today he kind of faced the music. His suspension is over. He had uh, some words. We're going to play that a little bit later on when we get into our starting lineup. But I want to find out, what do you guys think the Mets need to do with him? Should they just like sweep it under the rug and just like kind of move on or is this the straw that broke the camel's back must there be a little bit more should they try and send them down because i'm telling you when you hear his audio today i think there's some things going on with matt harvey i don't know man maybe he's just like older than he used to be and can't mess around in new york anymore or do they need to cut their losses i mean my man's era has been going up is now over five was over four last year this is not the same pitcher his velocity is down as well should they try to trade him for whatever they can get that is another question we have up on the fntsy radio twitter handle we also listen if you listen to the fantasy freestyle you know that we have been talking about the pain management and the toradol and all of the implications in the nfl tomorrow smith the head of the NFLPA is starting to bring that conversation in a very formal way. We're going to check in on that. I got my boy Donnie Burns with me on the ones and twos. So hot that we sweat steam. We're going to talk NBA playoffs as usual. Is it just a fait accompli, this trilogy? Come on right back, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I'm your boy Dane Martinez, Fantasy Freestyle. Come on back. Aha! This is it, what? You know what it is. It's your boy, Dane Martinez, a.k.a. the Spittin' Statistician. You're listening live to the Fantasy Freestyle here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I got my boy Don Burns with me on the ones and twos. So hot that we sweat steam. Let's get right into it. Let's get into this starting lineup. Okay, news and notes from around Major League Baseball real quick. The Tigers have made a change at closer. Go out right now if you can and grab Justin Wilson. He is replacing Frankie Rodriguez K-Rod as the closer in Detroit. I told you about this a little while ago. K-Rod had been good, you know, years and years leading up to this, but falling off a cliff right now. Justin Wilson closing for the Tigers moving forward. Uh, J.D. Martinez, speaking of the Tigers, looks like he is on track to return and play his first games of the season this weekend. He is playing right field in his rehab starts with no issue. They're probably going to bring him back up at the end of the week. Remember, he was dealing with that Liz Frank injury. Andrelton Simmons got hit 
by a pitch on the right thumb last night. X-rays have come back clean. He should be good to go, maybe miss just a day or two. However, Jason Hayward has been placed on the disabled list retroactive to May 6th because of a finger issue on his right hand. And similarly, the Angels are now starting to talk about the 10-day DL for best player in the game, Mike Trout. This will be, it looks like he's missing it again. This will be his fourth game missing... uh, you know, we've talked about this. With the 10-day DL, managers can kind of game the system and almost save players for themselves. I would not be surprised if this goes one way or the other. The fork in the road happens now. They're either going to put Trout on the DL or you will see him back in the lineup, you know, within the next couple of days. Let's keep it moving to what uh, I talked about yesterday. I gave you some starting pitchers. Yesterday I said, I think you could beat Jacob deGrom, and I gave you two starters that I think could do it for far less money on FanDuel. The first guy I gave you was Kendall Graveman. He was only 7,400, and I said that he had the potential against that Troutless lineup in that big ballpark. What did he do? Seven innings pitched, only gave up two earned runs, and struck out six. Got you a quality start. They didn't get the win because that game went 11 innings, but nice little action for you if you did listen to your boy, Speeds the Spitting Statistician, who went Kendall Graveman. Or... You could have gone Trevor Cahill, which was the other guy I gave you against Texas. I told you that lineup was not killing it right now. He did not go enough to get a quality start, but it was five and a third scoreless innings. He also struck out seven and got the win as the Padres beat the Rangers five to one. Both of those guys could have helped you cash last night. So you may ask yourself, all right, Speeds, who's going to help me cash tonight? Listen, I am mad at you if you go with the chalk, if you go with the most expensive guys, that'd be Max Scherzer at 11600 against Baltimore on FanDuel, or even Carlos Carrasco at 10300 against the Blue Jays. I am mad at you, but I got a guy. I got two guys that for three, $4,000 less, I think are going to have good starts and get victories for you. This is how you win that cash, okay? The first one, I like Matt Andrees today. Against Kansas City. He's on 7400 is his price on FanDuel. I got to tell you something. This Kansas City offense is straight blunt guts trash. Okay, this is the worst offense in the American League. The Royals have scored 89 runs to date. The second worst offense in the American League is the White Sox. They scored 121, 32 more runs. That is how putrid this Royals offense has been. I am fading them. It's almost like in a survivor pool in the NFL when you're just picking like whoever's playing the Cleveland Browns. I think it is coming to that point with the Kansas City Royals offense. I like Matt Andrees for 7,400 in Tampa Bay, and he's been hot. He did strike out eight guys in his last start against the Marlins. If you don't look like that, here's the other one for you. Also at 7,400 on FanDuel. Remember when I just said that the second worst offense in the AL was the Chicago White Sox? Well, I'm fading them as well. You can get Hector Santiago for 7,400. I rather Andres, but again, this guy going against the second worst offense in the American League, and he's also pitching against Mike Pelfrey. Mike Pelfrey, who is 0-2 and has the 5-plus ERA. Those are some guys to win that cash. But I want to keep it moving and talk a little bit more about this Matt Harvey situation, okay? We've been, you know... 
wondering why he was suspended. It, you know, the news has trickled out. He was out partying, basically. He played golf, and then he was, you know, basically too hungover or messed up to be able to report for duty, even though it was an off, uh, it was not a starting day for Harvey on Saturday. He returned today and face the media. I want to hear what he has to say, and then let's react to it. I got a couple of points to make about what Matt Harvey had to say today. Let's, uh, let's hear what he had to say. Everyone, thank you, everyone. Matt will have an opening statement and take a few questions. Um, first off, as I, as I just did um, with my teammates and, and all of the coaches, um, I apologized for for my actions, and I do apologize for my actions. Um, obviously, I'm extremely embarrassed by my actions. Um, I apologize to my teammates, to the Mets organization, to the Wilpons, to you know, all the way down to the Mets fans for doing what I did. And and um, yes, I was out on Friday night. Uh, past curfew I did play golf um, Saturday morning and I put myself in a bad place to be ready for showing up for a ball for a ball game that is my responsibility and I take full blame for that and I've apologized to my teammates I've apologized to the coaches and I'm doing everything in my power so that that never happens again and um like I've said, I'm extremely embarrassed for my actions, and um, I'm working forward to getting things back on track and, and doing everything I can to help this team win and help this organization moving forward. And and uh, they all have my word on that one. All right, so that's what Matt Harvey had to say. And listen, first of all, I want to give him a little bit of credit. Because if you see the video of this, this was not him reading remarks from prepared cards or anything like that. It was kind of a, I guess, a heartfelt kind of apology. But here's the thing. This has got to be the last stop for Matt Harvey and the Mets. You know, this has been going on for a while. And I think this is just a straw that breaks the camel's back in terms of Matt Harvey hating the Mets and the Mets hating Matt Harvey. Okay, I have been saying this for a while, and I also think you can tell in this tone when people, when players were coming out of the locker room after Matt Harvey apparently spoke for about 10 or 15 minutes apologizing to him, I think there's something a little bit deeper here. Matt Harvey hit the town, you know, about five years ago and was an absolute beast, was supposed to be the new true stud, the guy, the Dark Knight who was going to lead this team to the promised land. He was the stud. He was the ace. He had the model girlfriends. He was at the front row of Knicks games. He was, you know, he was trying to become the next Derek Jeter in more ways than one. My, how the mighty have fallen, okay? Now, all of a sudden, you're maybe the third best starter in that rotation, now you're not hot to trot. You're not on the jumbotron at Madison Square Garden with the model on your arm. And I think that it all came crashing down for him, and he doesn't know necessarily how to deal with it. When I put up that poll question, I asked, should they just leave it alone and move on, which may be what you think. But I offer two other alternatives. One is send them to AAA. 
Maybe he just needs to be outside of the spotlight for a little while and maybe remember why the hell he loves baseball in the first place. Because it's about the performance on the field, not all the other stuff, the bright lights in the big city. Or maybe the Mets need to cut their losses and trade him now. The Mets are not going to be contenders right now, as we have seen. The Mets are most likely going to be sellers, and we know also, I've said it here, I'll say it again, Matt Harvey is not going to re-sign with the Mets when his contract is up. So might as well get something now if you can, okay? I'm telling you, the Mets are not contending. This has unraveled very quickly with Syndergaard, with Cespedes, with all the kind of just dark clouds that are there. So if you ask me, I am in the 35% of the voters right now who say try to trade him. I think that's what you can do if you can get him to another Another team with a fresh start. He still has the stuff to be a relied-upon starter. He could still be the Dark Knight again, and maybe they'll shine the light up when it's his starts like the Batman signal. I just don't think it is going to happen anymore in Flushing, Queens. If you want to holler at me about this, you can at 844-843-6879 or... You could vote on the poll. 11% say send them this AAA. 34% now say try to trade them. Many of you say just move on. I don't think that's going to work anymore. Come on right back. We'll talk about it some more. Dane Martinez, Fantasy Freestyle here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle. It's your boy Dane Martinez holding you down and my man Donnie Burns on the ones and twos. You're listening live here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Big shout out to our sports byline affiliates. You know, I'm going to shout out West Virginia today. Haven't shouted out West Virginia in a while, Donnie Burns. So uh, big shout out to Vienna, 1450 AM WLTP. And in Martinsburg, 1340 AM WEPM. And Donnie Burns as the love doctor. You're going to like this one. Big shout out to 620 AM in Beaver, West Virginia. Um, let's keep it moving, though, here as we get into the cipher on the Fantasy Freestyle. News and notes from the NFL. Spencer Ware is still apparently the quote-unquote lead back in Kansas City, even though the Chiefs spent their third-round pick to draft rookie running back Kareem Hunt. Don't be surprised if Kareem Hunt is one of those running backs that start to steal touches in the second half of the season. I made that point with a lot of running backs last year. That after the bye in the second half of the season, whether it was guys like Kenneth Dixon or others, that you're going to start to see that uh, Kareem Hunt could be an example of that in Kansas City. However, Joe Mixon, the drafted running back in Cincinnati who had a lot of uh, you know questionable pass and domestic violence in his past, they are saying he is going to get heavy usage. If you look at this running back room in Cincinnati, Giovanni Bernard is questionable to be ready with a knee injury for the start of the season. And Jeremy Hill has just not been good. So uh, Joe Mixon could be primed to get some, some usage early on in his first season as a Bengal. The Buffalo Bills have announced that Brandon Bean will be their new general manager. He replaces Doug Whaley. Brandon Bean was the assistant GM of the Carolina Panthers. In Philadelphia, reports indicate now that Doriel Green-Beckham may be a long shot to even make the Philadelphia Eagles roster. Remember, they signed Alshon Jeffrey and Torrey Smith in the offseason. They also have Jordan Matthews, Nelson Aguilar, and have drafted two rookies this year. So it could be a... Uh, a tight, a tight fit for DGB. 
Also, a news that you may have already heard, the state of Massachusetts has uh, vacated the Aaron Hernandez murder conviction. That's a procedural thing that they do if um, if the uh, person who is appealing actually dies before the appeal has been heard. Let's keep it moving, though, in the cipher. I am excited to have my boy Donnie Burns, the love doctor, and my NBA correspondent. We've been touching in with him, you know, throughout the playoffs. And, you know... Just another ho hum win, Donnie, for the Golden State Warriors. They win one twenty one to ninety five and end the season of the Utah Jazz last night. Steph Curry nine for fifteen goes for thirty points. Draymond Green with a triple double, seventeen points, ten rebounds, and eleven assists. Here's what I want to ask you about this one because you know we've been talking about how you know the Cavs have swept. Now the Warriors have swept. What I found interesting, I was watching the end of that game, Donnie. And they, the Utah fans, were they were happy. 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 They were happy about what their team had done. And you know that's so rare in sports these days. And then when I step back and look at it, the question is like, should they be happy? I mean, nobody probably picked them to be in the second round of the Western Conference this year. You may consider them a team on the rise. However, one of the other things that the fans did was start with about three minutes left to go, start chanting the name of one Gordon Hayward. So, Donnie, I got two questions for you. One, should the Utah Jazz fans be happy in the short term about what they did this season? And what does that mean long term, especially because, as you know, Spies the Spittin' Statistician has called his shot and says that Gordon Hayward will be wind up wearing Kelly Green for his college coach Brad Stevens going to the Celtics this offseason. What do you think about what the, Houston, uh, the Utah fans were doing in the, in the last time they were in that arena this season? Yeah, so I'm actually really about what they did. I think they should be happy. They have a really, really young core, even if Gordon Hayward decides to leave. And I thought it was kind of a good gesture to kind of, you know, send him off in a sense if he decides to go with that, you know, that big thank you. That was what that chant essentially was. And I'm kind of upset how this kind of ended because I really didn't think that the Warrior. I thought they would win. I didn't think they would sweep right. a Quinn Snyder coach team. I think he is you know, in the running for coach of the year every single year. And, you know, I thought he would have at least stolen a game. game. Yeah, because he's a great coach. And they were, if not the best defensive team in the NBA, one of the best. So I like where they're at. They're very young. Uh, Derek Favors is playing out of control. He played real well in the Yeah, former top three pick. So I like where they're at. Even even if they lose Hayward in the offseason? I do. And I think the Jazz fans kind of made it a point that, hey, you know, you should stick with us a little longer. We got you. you I think you should stay. So. Well, we'll see. I know this summer, I know this summer, uh, you know, Paul George, Gordon Hayward, now apparently Kyle Lowry are all going to be huge names to see how the lands, the landscape shifts. I know one other thing, Donnie, this summer we're going to be watching Big 3 basketball. We are. A little bit more on that to come maybe later on in the show. We have some more sounds from Ice Cube and our boy Michael Rappaport, but you know what else is happening in the NBA this summer or in basketball this summer? Um, the NBA is going to Israel. They have a program called Basketball Without Borders. Okay, And they have been basically doing high-level competition camps uh, around the globe since 2001. And these camps not only are to you know kind of 
are scouting, you know, to uh, up-and-coming talent in these areas, but they're also out there promoting tolerance and health. This has been going on over 15 years, and what everyone can understand Intense political times in Israel. The NBA will be going there this summer. The camp is August 13th to the 16th. They're also going to be doing community service out there. David Robinson is the lead instructor. And this camp, over the last 16 years, has produced 23 NBA players, including Danilo Gallinari and Mark Gasol. So, you know, we've been talking on this show about what's going to happen after the NBA Finals. And we've been talking about Big Three. We've been talking about other things. I know, uh, you know, that's the time maybe when the boys of summer in baseball dominate. But uh, just wanted to put it out there that the NBA continues to go out there and do some good work trying to grow the game around the globe one other thing i want to talk about here on the fantasy freestyle in our cypher if you realize here on fantasy freestyle we've been talking about the toradol we've been talking about marijuana as it relates to the nfl and how i have been saying for a while on this platform that the nfl had an opportunity to become a leader in this space we've talked about guys like jake Plummer. we've talked about guys like kyle Turley. Very interesting pieces on Kyle Turley on Vice Sports right now. I'm going to be talking a little bit about that later on in the week. But interestingly enough, Demoris Smith, the head of the NFLPA, has come out and has said in a recent interview with Outside the Lines on ESPN that he is actually looking into this and thinking about how to formally raise this interv- uh, this issue with the owners. We have some Demoris Smith sound, right, uh, Donnie Burns? Are we ready for that? Yeah, let's play that. Right let's now. do that. Let's play that. Uh, Demora Smith talking about maybe next steps on marijuana, formerly on the table. We intend to present a um, proposal to the league that has probably more of a therapeutic approach uh, to those who test positive for marijuana. The idea is simply to make sure that we understand um, whether a player is suffering from something other than just. Um, um, a desire to smoke marijuana, I think all of us would want to have a process where if there was truly a problem, we're treating the problem instead of just treating a symptom. Okay, so, you know, contrast that with, like I said, remember a couple of weeks ago when Roger Goodell was just on some like, hey, it's not good to inhale the smoke, (laughs) and his kind of 1950s view on this. So I like that Tamora Smith is getting ahead of this, talking about the therapeutic uses of marijuana, You know, think about there's so much news out there about how the NFL kind of is leaned on the opioids and Toradol and fentanyl and other drugs and how and how uh, damaging that has been to many athletes um, that are, in essence, in these car crashes that we call football games once a week. And so I think it's very interesting that, you know, the head of the players union is actually you know, bringing this up in a formal way. You know, there was a recent Washington University study also. They studied 644 retired NFL players. 52% admit to still using prescription painkillers. 71% admit that they misused or abused painkillers. And other studies report that abuse among NFL players of painkillers is four times that of the general population. I think it's very important And it's time for us to get this into the conversation. And formally, it looks like it is finally happening. Um, So I think that's very interesting. If you want to holler at me about this or any of those topics related to the cipher, holler at me at 844-843-6879. And we're here to help you win your leagues and win that cash. I told you which starters to pick tonight. Hopefully you're listening to me. I've had a nice little string of starters to beat the cash, beat the chalk on. 
The other way that we help you here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network win your leagues is with the RotoExperts.com Exclusive Edge In-Season Fantasy Baseball Package. It is your ultimate bench coach for the 2017 season. Stay ahead of the pack with our in-depth statistical breakdowns, trend analysis, and player insights. Become a waiver wizard and learn how to scan the numbers like a roto scientist. We help you set the ideal lineups every week, and this season, you get a built-in fantasy training staff with our new adult with our new injury advisor powered by insideinjuries.com get the rotoexpert.com exclusive edge in-season fantasy baseball package now and start soaring to the top of the standings enter promo code free radio at checkout and you get a special discount Speaking of which, let's check in on some scores real quick. Nationals with a one nothing lead on the Orioles in Baltimore. The Phillies all over Seattle at home in Philadelphia are up 4 nothing in the bottom of the first. They score four in the first inning. Cleveland Indians score two in the first in Toronto on the Blue Jays. The Yankees just don't stop. They are up 2 nothing in Cincinnati on the Reds. And the Mets looking to bounce back with all the drama that has been surrounding their teammates over the last couple of days. They put up a four spot and are up 4 nothing on the San Francisco Giants. When we come back, we put the fun in functional sports radio. Me and Donnie Burns find out which of a few uh, athlete arrests are actually the stupidest. Come on back for that. Good time here. Dane Martinez, Fantasy Freestyle on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Yes, yes. It's your boy, Dane Martinez, Speeds the Spitting Statistician. You're listening live to the Fantasy Freestyle here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. But check it out. If you cannot listen live, that's okay. You can download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app, and this way, for free, you get 24-7 programming to help you win your leagues and win that cash. It could be my man, Tony Sincata. It could be my man, the fantasy executive, Corey Parson. It could be Sussmania, Greg Sussman. It could be the number one ranker in fantasy baseball, Jake Seeley. It could be the king, Scott Engel. It could be my man, Benny Riccardi, who wrote the definitive guide to fantasy baseball. It could be my man who's actually coming up next on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, Joey Piece of Pizza, who gave you that fantasy black book, or it could be yours truly, your man, Speeds, the spitting statistician. You get all that with the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Go ahead and download that right now. Because check this out. Earlier in the show, rewind the tape. I told you I liked Matt Andrees today with the Tampa Bay Rays. I told you because I like going up against that Kansas City Royals offense. Right now, after the first inning, my boy Matt Andrees has a 4 nothing lead. He's looking good to get a win in that one. That's the way I hold you down. And when it comes to basketball... We talk about my man, Don Burns. He is the basketball correspondent for the Fantasy Freestyle. And we got a big game five that I want to get at you real quick, Donnie Burns, about Spurs at home taking on the Rockets in a battle of Texas here. Game five in that series where you have officially flip-flopped. So I just wanted to make sure I get you on record because I think this is the night it goes down. I think This is the night where the Houston Rockets get that all-important road victory in this series. I think they 
make 21 three-pointers tonight, and that will be enough to put them in the 120s. I don't think San Antonio can keep up with them. I think they have nothing but Kawhi Leonard. I think uh, Aldridge continues to defecate the mattress. He will not score 20. I think this is where Houston takes the 3-2 lead, and then they go back home and win it in Game 6. I'm on the record. I need to hear you on the record, Donnie Burns. Yeah, well, I'm going to have to stay with my, you know, my original pick. But here's the thing. No, you have, you don't have an original pick. You flip flop back and forth, bro. No, I know. I, I picked the Rockets originally, but when asked like how the series is going, I have to answer from an analysis standpoint. Oh, uh, okay, I see. But, I like, see. I'm not going to change my pick. I said Rockets if the Rockets happen to not win, but I'm just analyzing how I see it each game. You know what I mean? Like at this point, like I've said many times. It's, it, it's reliant on the, the Rockets hitting those 23-pointers. But in the same breath, it's also home court advantage. And I'm going to stay with my pick, but like I said, it's just analyzing what I'm seeing at this point. I thought at one point when we had it like, will it be seven games or less, you went over and said you voted Spurs in seven at Yeah, one no, so I had him in seven. Okay, but. so you first thought the Rockets were going to win the series. Then you have the Spurs in seven. Correct. So you're sticking with Spurs in seven. Correct. Okay, we now have the official. I mean, you know, it's hard to nail Donnie Burns down. That's why they call him the love doctor. Um, Don Burns officially says Spurs is in seven. I think this is where it flips. I think the Rockets get that road win and ultimately win it, win this series and move on to see the Golden State. But how do you think they fare if they move on? How do you see them faring? What's the main key to them beating the Warriors? Outscore them. They have to do the same thing. The the Rockets have to do the same thing. They are the only team who can continue to play their game. Yes. I think they need more than 20. Yes. I think think the Rockets, I don't think they're going to win the series, but I don't think it'll be a sweep either. And in the games that the Rock, in the game or two that the Rockets do win, it'll be Houston 129, Golden State 125. Houston 133, Golden State 128. I think that's the only chance they have, but that is their approach. And they know if they play their approach, you know, if they bring their A game, that said, I think it would be enough to even outscore the Warriors. I don't think, however, they have a chance of doing that four out of seven times. Now, I do have a question for you because this happens to be part of our polls mostly almost every day up until the finals. Right. If the Cavs see the Warriors in the finals and the Cavs are able to defeat the Warriors in the finals yeah. with the Kevin Durant on their team. Yeah. Is LeBron James in the conversation for best player ever? I think, you're, I think he's already in the conversation so for well, best player but, ever. I think he's in the conversation already. If he does this again is he winning with this, like, with this you know, kind of ridiculous Warriors team that has been like forming like Voltron for the express purpose of taking him down and he does it again, uh, I mean, you know... It's sure. a loaded question. Maybe but. I mean I'd have to. He, he's definitely in the conversation. I don't know. I'd have to. I'd have to. Uh, you know, let's cross that bridge when we get to it, though. But talking about basketball, but we you, we can't talk basketball these days without talking about the Ball family, oh, and uh, that's right. And you know, listen, the big baller brand they put out those shoes. Donnie Burns specifically noted that not only could you get the shoes for $495, but you could get the, the flip-flops, the chancletas, the ice slides for, what was it, like 200 bucks? Yeah, just that's a cool, a, a no cool problem. 220. No problem. <laughs> no problem. But, yo, check this out. This is not the only way that the Triple B brand is out there, okay? Uh, Lonzo Ball, following in our boy Le'Veon Bell's footsteps, dropped the track. He dropped the track, Don. 
he dropped the track. It was like kind of maybe a little freestyle over a Drake beat. It's but it not has been that getting, bad. I heard it. It's been getting a lot of play. Yeah, it's not that bad. All right, so you've heard it. I've heard it. Let's let the uh, Fantasy Freestyle listeners hear it. We got a little snippet we're going to play because, uh, you know, we got to keep it clean for all our sports byline affiliates, of course. But uh, we got we found a little bit. We found a verse that we could play. Donnie Burns, uh, let's play Zoe rapping for the Triple B Big Brawler brand. Had to do it for the culture. Old faces like them boulders, y'all hating and we know this Angry faces when you posting, but I gotta stay focused Dead weight on my shoulders, talk trash, get dumped Straight shots, no pumps, need help, no stunts Hit him, L1, hold up, let me switch it up That was that hoop lingo Mama, your boy taking off Mike Jordan from the free throw I don't want you, he can keep you Good looking, but you see through Young team, then my people You other problems never equal Okay, so there you have a little sneak peek of Lonzo Ball. I got to tell you the truth. Sounds like just any other kind of, is this trap music done? Uh, it's a, I, I wouldn't say we taking Lonzo Ball to the trap house. I wouldn't say it's a trap beat or a trap song because I know the original artist, but it's, a, it's good. I'm a hip, as a hip hop guy, I like the melody and I like his flow. Really? All as, right. as I've said on record, I like the shoe, man. Better five hundred dollars though. You're, no. you're kind of you're kind of feeling the triple B brand, man. As a you like the track. I, I do you like the shoe. I'm gonna see you with some two hundred twenty five dollar oh. pair of chancletas oh, no, no, later no, no, on this no, week no. in the summertime. Well, we're doing shows live outside here in Rock and Riley's, you know, and it's uh, you know, the roof is open. Am I gonna see you rock, rocking the Lonzo Ball uh, chancletas? Hey, if if. Uh, our fearless leader decides to buy us all a pair, I'd be down, but Fair until enough. then, no. Fair enough. And I must, I must note, though, here, because we are at Rock and Riley's in Studio 34 for the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and we are directly across the street from Madison Square Garden, where right now there is Game 6, and the New York Rangers have allowed a goal to the Ottawa Senators. It is the Ottawa Senators one nothing early in the first period, taking the juice out of the building. Senators up on the Rangers, one nothing in the first period. Here's what I want to get into, uh, Donnie. You know we put the fun in functional sports radio. You know we play a little Alonzo Ball. We were getting big at Le'Veon Bell when he had his tracks as well. But, uh, you know, last weekend was Cinco de Mayo. And sometimes people go a little too far on Cinco de Mayo. And sometimes athletes go a little too far. And uh, I got a list here, Donnie, of... Uh, the stupidest athlete arrests that have ever happened. And some of these stories are, you know, kind of involve violence and things of that nature. And I wanted to stay away from those. You know, obviously you got Plaxico Bur- Burris, you know, shooting himself in the, in the leg, cheddar bobbing himself, as it were. But I want to ask you, I got a couple of, uh, I got a couple of what I would think are, uh, you know, just straight dumb stupid and when we put the fun in functional sports radio i want to see how you would rank these okay sounds good all right so in 2006 nfl linebacker dahani jones he was arrested because cops bursted into a uh, club that he was in down in florida and told everyone because they, they came in and busted the club they shut it down right dahani jones however refused to stop dancing in the club so he was arrested for disobeying a lawful command because he wouldn't stop dancing after the police shut down the club. That's the bar we're looking at here, okay? <laughs> I, I can see where these are going. That's the bar we're looking at I like at it kind of, though. That's the bar we're looking at. 
Our boy, uh, you know, we've been talking about him all football season. We talked about our boy punter Pat McAfee. Who That's has since, my guy. Who has since That's retired and is in, you know, it is in our business, shall we say. Um, your guy in 2010 was arrested for public intoxication, but it wasn't, un- it, he wasn't found on the street. He was found in the city's sewage canal, swimming. I'm so not surprised by that. So he was found swimming <laughs> in a sewage canal. If anyone knows Pat they, they wouldn't be surprised. And was arrested for a public intoxication. So you got Pat McAfee in 2010 swimming in the city sewage canal. You got Dehani Jones in the club in 06. Wouldn't stop dancing, disobeying lawful command. What about my man, Nate Newton? Nate Newton, in 2001, was busted for um, 200... 213 pounds of marijuana. Now, that's not the stuff that Demora Smith was talking about, okay? If you got 213 pounds of weed, yo, you're, you're, that's not your own casual use. You're sort of like a, a trafficker, it sounds like. But here's the thing. He got busted for 213 pounds of weed. Then, the next month, he got busted for 175 pounds of weed. That's a lot of weed, Donnie. Yeah, that's not your... Uh, your uh Therapy, yeah, usage. yeah. That's not the <laughs> therapeutic say, usage that they're talking about. Unless I'm missing something. I don't know. I don't know. Yo, and here's the last one: Clay Buckholtz. Clay Buckholtz, boss. Uh, you know, was was Red Sox pitcher. He stole computers from a middle school in his town in 2004. Okay, Cam Newton. And then tried to, but, but worse than Cam, he then tried to resell them to his community college. That, that one's kind of rough. You think that one takes that the one, cake? Yeah, and, uh, you think that one takes the cake? That one or McAfee, just because if you know or watch McAfee, he's a, he's a comedian, but he's a he's a real pro. So I, I, oh yeah, that one's real kinda, pro swimming it, in the sewage system. <laughs> exactly. So I, uh, all right, so I'm going with Clay Buckholtz as the dumbest here because he try he got away with it and then tried to resell yeah, them. Yeah, I probably have to go with that one. The other two, the Dahani Jones and the Pat McAfee. Listen, he just had they just had a little bit too much like single. De Mayo celebration going on, I think. I think they got to the worm at the bottom of the tequila jar, and that's what, you know, that's what befelled Dahani Jones and Pat McAfee. And then Nate Newton, he's just balling. He's he's trafficking with, you know, this is this is almost tonnage of weed that he has. I don't know. Who's, uh, you, you, you're riding with Pat McAfee on this? Uh, yeah, probably. Uh, selling the computers back, though, is kind of like, uh, that's pretty crazy, right? Yeah, I might have to go with that one. Right, you know, I'm being biased towards Pat McAfee, so I'd have to go with that one. You do love yourself some Pat McAfee. He's the man. He's you so do funny. love yourself some Pat McAfee. <laughs> He's so funny. Real man. quick, two baseball scores that I did not give you from the early slate because they are some big numbers and they really help people probably win that cash and win their leagues. Colorado Rockies beat the Cubs today. 10 to 4. 10 to 4. It was Jake Arietta getting the loss. His ERA is up to 5.35. Remember, that game was postponed, so they're playing a doubleheader. And the Texas Rangers at Petco take out the Padres 11 to nothing. Jared Weaver got bombed for the Padres, moving to 0 and 4 with a 6.81 ERA on the season. Come on right back after the break. Donnie Burns and Speeds, the spitting statistician, tie a nice little bow on this episode of the Fantasy Freestyle. I'll up you 
update you with a couple of scores. We'll check in on that poll and talk more about what can be done about Matt Harvey. All that and more fantasy freestyle here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It's your boy, Dane Martinez, Speeds the Spittin' Statistician, and my man, Donnie Burns, on the ones and twos, making us blow up like a Samsung 7. Come on right back after this Fantasy Freestyle Fantasy Sports Radio Network. We're looking for those PIMPs on the DFS slate. You might have found some in Cincinnati. I told you the Yankees took a 2-0 lead on the Reds. Well, the Reds have stormed back against CC Sabathia. They are now up 5-2 to two after two innings in the Great American Small Park. Though for the Yankees, Gary Sanchez with a homer coming back from that uh, biceps issue. I also want to tell you, uh, 52% of you guys say that you should just leave it alone with Matt Harvey, kind of move on. Only 10% agree with me that they need to send him to AAA to clear his head or the 35% that say try to trade him. I really think that uh, this could be the straw that broke the camel's back as it relates to the Mets and Matt Harvey. Last thing I want to tell you. Quick note that I want to share. You know, I'm not like a memorabilia guy in baseball or for anything, for any memorabilia, to be quite honest. But I can understand how, you know, Cubs fans really want to cherish some of the memorabilia, some of the artifacts for their first World Series win in 108 years. But Donnie Burns, first base from Game 7 of the World Series last year was auctioned off. How much do you think it sold for? Oh, jeez. Uh, 58. 58, what, thousand? Yeah. 58,000. I feel like it's a huge, crazy number. It is not 58,000. Try twice that. It was $101,237. Someone paid to have first base from Wrigley Field when the uh, Cubs finally did, in fact, win the World Series. So, uh, you know. Hopefully those guys hey, got some. when you come into some money, you come into some money. Yeah, yeah I know. Maybe they could uh, help me with my bankroll. You know, on that little fan the, uh, duel. We could, yeah, we could give it. Help us get to the big, big three. Also, if he's got that kind of money, or he or she, I can help them turn that into a little something, something. Tune in tomorrow here on the Fantasy Freestyle when I'm going to give you guys more people that'll help you win your leagues and win that cash because that is what we do here on the Fantasy Freestyle. And no doubt, Donnie Burns and I will be talking about Game 5 of the Spurs and Rockets. I think the Rockets break out today, get that lead, and then go home and win it in six. We'll find out. Come on back tomorrow. You know, that's what we do. We hold ourselves accountable. Donnie Burns and Dane Martinez, we're going to be having fun. Put the fun in functional sports radio. It is the Fantasy Freestyle on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Come on back tomorrow. I'll be holding you down. Ah!